Welcome back to the Vine Church Podcast. Today, we're continuing our devotional study series in the book of Psalms. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Odium and Church Crookham. And we'd love for you to join us over there. So this morning, as we carry on going through our devotional series in the Psalms, I'm actually going to take us to a very, very short psalm. Um, I'm going to read Psalm 117. So if you have your Bible with you, Psalm 117. It says this. Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. For great is his steadfast love towards us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. And that's it. We have here the shortest psalm in the Bible. It's only two verses long. It's 28 words. You know, this is so short that you could write it on the back of your hand and still have room to spare to write more stuff. And so what we have here is a very succinct call to worship God. A very, you know, brief, say, uh, a very brief phrase saying praise him and then gives us a brief reason for why we should worship God. And so what it does in in the first bit is it calls on all people to come worship God, worship the maker of heaven and earth. And then we have a reminder that God is worthy of all praise. In in that in that um command for all people to come, it says that by saying that it's saying God is worthy of all praise and that every single voice lifted up in praise to God is still an inadequate expression of praise for how worthy he is. All peoples, all nations come and praise God. But then in verse 2, it actually stirs us not with a command to worship like in verse 1, but it stirs us to worship by reminding us of who God is and what he is like, why he's worthy of worship. His love towards us, it says, is steadfast. Great is his steadfast love towards us. It's unwavering and firm because it isn't based on us. It's based on his covenant made with us. And so therefore, the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever, it says next. You know, I I love what Hebrews 6 says about the uh, security of God's faithfulness. It says, because God swore uh, according to his own word that his promise is set on two unchangeable things, himself and his word. You know, it's like, in other words, God's faithfulness is completely locked down. You know, we've got uh, two level security here. God himself doesn't change and his word doesn't change. So when he swears on himself, it's it's a wonderful security that we get. And so in in light of all these things, in light of his steadfast love towards us, in light of his faithfulness, which endures forever, the psalm finishes by saying, praise the Lord. And so there we have it. We might think that's this psalm done, a, a call to worship and a reminder of why we worship. But there's actually more to this psalm than meets the eye. There's more to these two very short verses than we might see immediately. This isn't just a call to worship. This is actually a prophecy. This is a psalm with a promise. So let's take a a brief look again at verse 1. Verse 1 says, 
Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. See, it's it's very easy for us to understand this today because God is praised in every nation today. And so we can extol all the nations to praise him because that happens every Sunday. But we have to remember, that wasn't the case when this psalm was written. The worship of God was confined to a pocket of land in the Middle East. And so in what sense can this psalm be calling, you know, unbelieving nations to praise God? How, how can the psalmist be telling all these nations around him to praise God when they don't know him? This is what uh, John Calvin said in his commentary on this psalm. He says, how can unbelievers be qualified for praising God who, though not entirely destitute of his mercy, yet are insensible of it and are ignorant of his truth. You know, in other words, why are we calling the nations to praise God if they neither know him nor love him? Well, here's the thing. This psalm is a prophecy. God is going to make it happen. This is God saying that he is going to send the knowledge of himself out into all the nations. He is going to make mission happen. Yeah, I, I love what uh, John Piper says in his, in his book, Let the Nations Be Glad. He talks about mission and why we have mission. And, and he makes this point that the purpose of mission is worship. And he says the reason, we, the reason that missions are needed is because worship is lacking. And I thought that, that's an excellent way of thinking of it. The reason that we send out, the reason that we have mission is because there are places where God isn't being worshipped and that's what we want to see, all nations, all tongues worshipping God. And so, as I say, what we have here is a prophecy that God is going to send his, his gospel out. And Paul quotes this psalm in Romans 15. And he he uses it to make quite a significant point that now the Gentiles have been brought in. They are praising God. We're seeing something amazing happen. This this promise that was given uh, hundreds of years ago in the form of this song is now happening. God is doing it. And I think that's so exciting to know that as we worship God, as we sing verse 2, as we can say, uh, great is his steadfast love towards us and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. We are proof that God has brought verse 1 to fulfilment. We are proof that God has had all the nations come to praise him, that he's done what he said he would do. I think that's so exciting to read something, to be uh, agreeing with what it's saying, to be doing what it says, and to know as I read this that I'm the one, you know, that I'm one of the ones that this was written about, that I'm one of the Gentiles who's been brought in. It's, It's fascinating. So this morning... Um, as we as we finish, I want to uh, finish by giving a a, uh, a reminder that you are the result of a promise that God made hundreds of years ago that He would have all the nations come in and praise Him. So you are part of something which has been going on for thousands of years, and now the call is worship God for great is His steadfast love towards us. So let that uh, uh, challenge and empower you this morning. Uh, with the truth that God has brought you in to praise him. So let's finish in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you always had this plan that the nations would praise you. 
and Lord, help us not to be um, not to be satisfied with how much worship there is for you today, Lord. But let us always press in for more. Let us see all the nations come to you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.